0: Nick, how are you? <laughs> RT, I'm great. You're about how to get you? slapped upside the head by producer Blake. Every time. Every time. <laughs> he tells us to talk. We talk. He tells right. us to be quiet. We keep talking. We keep doing mic tests and
1: none of the mics work in his office and, you know. Here we well, are. Here we are. Let's go.
0: afternoon where it's like 100 and some degrees outside. It's hot. Did you hang some drywall today? I didn't. Ha- oh, I did hang some drywall, yeah. yeah. I you'd stay in the office today. Nah, I should have. Yeah. Did,
1: you know.
0: Did you stay in the office today? I, uh, I was in meetings most of the day, but I rode my bicycle to work. Oh, nice. My truck got wrecked. Yeah. And then I've been riding my motorcycle.
1: <laughs> yeah, we have the women in.
0: And my, Then then I've been riding my motorcycle, and <clears throat> I got a flat tire. Got a nail on my tire. On your motorcycle? Yeah. Really? It's was riding home yesterday. What About it lost it in a roundabout. Wasn't a drywall nail, was it? I bet it was. I bet it wasn't. <laughs> no, it's actually a staple. Oh, so anyway, okay. so I rode the bicycle today. Nice. Get some exercise and picked the wrong day. Yeah, you sure did. Oh, it's hot. It is so. Anyway, let's get going in today's episode. Yeah. So, so no way, wait wait, wait, wait. I'm starting this. Okay. I'm starting this. What do you got? Last night, I'm setting a dinner with my family. Is that why you're so short during the text? No, I, had, I was on the phone. Call. I had a lot going on. Okay. I wasn't trying to be short, but I was texting a lot of people. Yeah, I kind of knew that you were busy. But I got a text from from your wife in, yeah. in a group chat with us. Yeah. And she was asking some questions about Genesis three. Yeah. And I knew what she asked. She was right in what she said. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, and then I assumed that, I'm I, hoping Nick isn't on the other side arguing with her.
1: I told her that, you know, she shouldn't be arguing with you or she shouldn't be texting you because you were probably at dinner with your family. You probably had things going on. Like, it's dinner time. You're about to feed me dinner and you want to text him. I was like, well, just let this go. Just know that you're wrong and I'm right. And nope. Uh, old Pastor RT jumps in there and... <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, hey, Rachel, Um, yeah, you're right about everything. Uh, Tell Nick to shut up and eat his dinner. (laughs) You know, that's basically what saying. I appreciate
0: those texts. Those are fun. All right. So (laughs) what she's asking about was Genesis chapter three, which I guess you guys have been kind of looking at together.
1: Yeah. So we were kind of sitting there talking last night, and first I made a joke about her being ignorant. Okay. There's your first mistake. Nope. It wasn't all bad. Okay. Um, Not all bad. Because she had referred to how Eve in Genesis three was ignorant before she ate from the tree of knowledge. And it was a good kind of ignorance because she just she just didn't know. It's like, it's not a bad thing to be, it's not like you're calling somebody the R word or, you know, telling somebody that they're stupid or something like yeah. that. You know, um, it just, calling somebody ignorant, it's just because it's just they just have no idea. They have no clue. And yeah. So anyway, I made a joke about that. And then I said, well, you women started sin in this world anyway. And uh, she said, actually, if you go back to Genesis 3, men sin first, or man sin first, which caused women to sin. So that's when we were breaking it down and texting you. And yeah, I thought it'd be a really good episode for today. So here we are.
0: Yeah, I haven't I haven't read Genesis three in a while, but um, really? I got it pulled up here. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I've read it like, like
1: nine times since yesterday.
0: There's a lot to learn from it. So
1: it's so if you just dive in a little bit, it's it's a super easy one to break down, and it's crazy that how many of these points in here really go along with our everyday life and the things that we struggle with even today. So that's kind of where we're at today. All right. So let's, you lead the way. Jump into it. All right. So I think we're going to read some of Genesis 3. I don't know where we're going to stop. We're talking about really why so many things are wrong in the world, why the world is so messed up, and we just kind of, that's where this conversation started last night. It takes you all the way back to the first sin, really, Um, the Great Fall, Adam not leading his wife, Eve. He was disappearing, whether, I don't know, what what was he doing all day? Was he out naming animals or naming plants or, you know? Who knows? Sir. He was out doing something. Right. Um, and uh, she was left alone. Ultimately, a snake starts talking to her, which, uh, okay, we're going to have to choose to believe some of this now. Mm-hmm. Um, but a snake starts talking to her and convinces her that, you know, did God say that it's all bad for you to eat from this tree? Um, what did he say? So... Genesis chapter three, verse one. Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God actually say you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit trees in the garden, fruit of the trees in the garden. But God said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden, neither shall you touch it lest you die. Yeah. So what's interesting there is just kind of reading through that with you is that, You
0: see the serpent starting to question God right away, like get you to question God. Yeah. Which is similar how we see temptation
1: today. Exactly. So anyway, I kind of got like, I don't know, a couple of five or six points here. Yeah. Just kind of like some principles, just some things, just, you know, just so we don't fall like Adam did, or maybe we can resist falling like Adam did. I mean, you know, whatever choices you make in life, there's going to be opposition. There's going to be a challenge. From someone or something. You know, the serpent was more cunning than any other beast. Um, Adam had left his wife alone to where she could be tricked by something else. So, you know, he is at fault there for not leading his household, making sure his household's in good order, I guess. Or yeah, that. I think there's a, a lot we can learn from this because temptation still comes.
0: Yeah. So this may have been the first temptation. Right. But in our life, the same enemy is looking to tempt you. Right. And especially as men, right, that we need to be watching out for our families. Uh, but then also watching our own lives to see how is, hey, how is the enemy trying to tempt me? yeah and, and right there at the beginning, he's questioning God, right? So he does that with us today. Right.
1: So, so he says, uh, if God loved you, why would he keep this from me? You know, or I don't know if he said that, but, uh, you know, he more or less said, do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And I think we have so much wrong in our world today because people are out there, people are out there going, I only have one life to live, so I'm going to mm-hmm. do what makes me happy. And, uh. I don't know if it's just non-believers that they think that they only have one life to live or, you know, this isn't this isn't the place for, you know, you're not supposed to do what makes you happy here on earth. There's, there's a time for that, but it's, it's going to be after you die. Yeah, well, that's so, how,
0: so, I mean, do what makes you happy. Go spend all your money, get in debt, buy that boat, buy that right. new truck, that yeah. whatever. It makes you happy, but then you're not being a financial financially uh, wise. Kind of bringing me up
1: to point two right Let's there. It's like it. you're reading my notes. I,
0: I cannot read from this far away.
1: Allurement doesn't mean entitlement. Um, just because something looks good or enjoyable doesn't mean that you should have it. You know, <laughs> the sooner <laughs> we learn that, the better, right? Just because yeah. something looks good or is enjoyable. Right. But yeah. I mean, you, you look about, I mean, all the way back at Eve, the tree looked good. It, you know, it looked like it would like be enjoyed. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, she's looking at this tree that I want to eat from this yeah. tree. And Who hasn't done that? I do it today in 2022. I want to eat from that tree too. I want that. I want this. I want to go spend money on this. I want to go spend money I don't have on that. Yeah. Well, Um,
0: I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to throw you under the bus here, but you almost caused me to sin last week. I doubt that. No, you did. So I moved into a new house, been trying to get my yard fixed up a little bit. Yeah. I haven't been on social media much, but someone (laughs) tells me a couple people, more than one, tell me about picture you put up on social media of your your yard. Well, you know, you get, And then I hear you, you get a drone, you have your drone, and yeah. you finish mowing your yard. Right. You take a picture of it, and it looks like it's out of a magazine or something. Yeah, it does. So I'm looking like, I need to spend more money on my yard to get it looking nice. Oh, I thought you
1: were going to buy a drone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll just have you come over and take a picture of it.
1: All right. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. One of our listeners is a landscape guru. Really? I could probably point him your direction. He helps me with my yard. Maybe. Yeah. You know, a little fertilizer. Yeah. We'll get it going. I don't know, but... You know, um, I wanted to read something here. Give me a second. I got to find it. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to her eyes and the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate and she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate also. You know, with that, I see a lot of lust, um, a lot of entitlement there. Eve's cravings there offset her convictions. And I think that we do that a lot too. Um, I think that our cravings, the things that we want, we push our convictions aside or, you know, our bad feelings of why we shouldn't do this. And we pursue with whatever our idea is. Yeah. Let's make it personal.
0: Like with with guys, I think pornography is one where we we see this in play, right? Yeah. Hey, we know we shouldn't look at this. We know it's wrong. Right. But then all of a sudden you're sitting there alone late at night with your phone or or sometimes sitting there by yourself and you pull out that phone and you're like, I'm just going to
1: go look at it because. Yeah. So. Easily it's going to destroy accessible. Me. And yeah. It's easily accessible. It's me and it's what I want right now. And in the grand scheme of things, does it have any negative effect on anyone else? It does. It has a huge negative effect on a lot of other people. But you pulling up your phone and looking at it right now, is it really affecting anyone else in this moment? Or is it just affecting you? Yeah. And that's a good question to look at because I think sometimes guys
0: think that way. But
1: even if it's just,
0: even if no one else knows, but God sees you. Yeah. That's enough not to do it, right? It's it still should wrong. be. And there's all these. And we've talked about pornography, of all the other things, that, yeah. The, the effects that come from that, but even just in this, we know it's wrong to do it, right? God Himself is seeing you do it, right? Don't do it.
1: Yeah, I was reading another verse here, uh, Proverbs twenty-three thirty-one. Uh, do not look at the wine when it is red and when it sparkles in the cup and it goes down smoothly. In the end, it bites like a serpent and stings like an adder. Yeah, your eyes will see strange things and your heart utter perverse things. You know, it's just, uh, it kind of goes right back to that again. The uh, the allurement doesn't mean entitlement. You don't deserve mm-hmm. to have it, yep. um, and you need to be careful with anything that you put your energy into. That's that's a good point. Thanks. That's the only kind I have. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have another point? Um, yeah, I got a couple more. Where my where are my notes here? Uh, disobedience is worse than deception. So going back to Adam and Eve, and uh, Eve was deceived, decepted? deceived, deceived. I like deceived well, I, think, I like decepted. But, okay. Yeah, Eve was uh, deceived the serpent's, you know, talking Mm -hmm. to her and, uh, he's deceiving her, you know, he's making her ask questions about, are you sure, you know, that you're going to die? I mean, you know, God loved you. He would let you have this, Mm -hmm. but Adam's disobedience, I think is worse than her being deceived. Um, he knew that he wasn't supposed to, he didn't have the serpent in his ear telling him, he had Eve in his ear telling him, Mm -hmm. you know, that, uh, the snake said I could have this, but yeah, Eve was deceived by Satan. Adam disobeyed. And, uh, For he knew that uh, without deception that he wasn't supposed to eat from the tree, yet he did. And that's when Adam, I mean, ultimately introduced sin into the world, right? Yeah, Romans chapter 5, we see that, right? Yeah, that's right. Do you have that? I don't. Okay, don't worry about it. (laughs) But it's there. Um, Point number four, life gets harder when you don't do what's right. That's a good point. It is. A lot of truth there. Yeah. You know, do you think that Adam and Eve knew how bad the punishment was going to be?
0: I mean, he told Eve, right? You're going to be like, you're going to be like God himself, basically. So yeah. I, I don't think she was thinking that, hey, there's sin's going to enter the world, and it's going to be painful when I have kids, and
1: yeah, Adam's going to be pulling weeds, and right, yeah, there'll be briars and thorns, and yeah. is that what they said? Yeah, you're going to have to work the ground for the crops. Mm-hmm. You're going to be cast out of the garden where everything's here, you yeah. know, ready for you to eat. Um, Been feeling the effect of this this week. I got a little garden going on at home.
0: Yeah, very small garden, but I'm having trouble getting the stuff I want to grow to grow. But these weeds—they just pop up overnight, right? And it seems like they're two feet tall, right? But my tomato plants—because they
1: offer no nutrients—is <laughs> that yeah. why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So to the woman, uh, verse sixteen: to the woman he said, "I will surely multiply your pain in childbearing; in pain you shall bring forth children." You know that's—that's that's a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a—that's a huge punishment. Where am I at here? You getting ready for 0.5? No, oh. I'm still in four for a oh, while. Four, okay. Uh, whatever price you think you'll pay is nothing like what you'll actually pay um, when you cross the line from obedience to disobedience. And look at all the other things, too, that um all the other things that's wrong in the world now, like, you know, looking at physical and mental disease and addiction and, you know, dishonest business and economic injustices and a huge one right here, kind of you just hit on it a little bit ago, Um, sexual practices of unmarried people. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know, that's huge. And, and look at the breakdown of marriages, too. I mean, what are we, 50% divorce rate? I think so, yeah. 30% among Christians or something? I mean, it's it's crazy.
0: Yeah, it is. That sin's going to—I can't remember the exact saying, but basically like sin's going to take you farther than you want to go. And yeah. it's going to cost you a lot more when you get there.
1: Well, here it is right here. Satan shows you the immediate, um, the good, the pleasurable, the entitlement, the fulfilling of lustful desires. Um, Satan never shows you the ultimate. Mm-hmm. He doesn't show you what it ultimately costs you in the end. Yeah. Satan causes disobedience with bait. It's just like fishing. Um, I think you kind of brought this up in a sermon a couple of weeks ago, but it's like fishing. Um, yeah. You know, there's always bait. There's always a hook. And uh, the fish don't ever see the hook. No. But the fish usually don't see the hook. Right. You know, uh, sometimes you need different bait. That's true. Yeah. But then once it catches you, it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. So then, yeah, I was kind of going into point five. Um, and it's kind of the cover up, you know. Give me just. Oh, a the sip. cover up there when... Um... God comes down is looking for him. And, yeah, so God yeah. comes down. He's strolling through, what, on a cool evening? Is that what it says? God's hmm God comes down. He's strolling through the garden on a cool evening. Um, I guess him, and Adam, and Eve would take evening strolls together. Yeah. They would talk. And now this time, after they've sinned, after they've eaten from the tree of knowledge, now they cover up. Now they're covered up with fig leaves, which I was reading something about fig leaves. <laughs> they're like, it's like sandpaper, right? I, I don't know. I've I never never covered up with one. don't think it's a place. I don't think it's something you want to put <laughs> on your... Your stuff. Yeah, go um, ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. And, uh, Next verse. You know, so, the uh, where am I at here? Sorry about that. But the Lord but
0: God called the man and said, where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked and I
1: hid myself. Yeah. Uh, how did you know you were naked? Yeah, that's um, what God said. Like, who yeah. told
0: you you were naked? Have you
1: eaten of the tree which I command you not to eat? We've taken a stroll in this garden every day for your whole life uh, in the evening. you felt the cool air on your stuff as we take a nice walk. And now all of a sudden, you want to cover up? I mean, yeah, you know, but that kind of goes into my point. Um, I got to find it here. My point here is guilt makes people very self aware. I don't know. I had never thought about it like that before, but yeah, time ne- I'm guilty of something, I become really self aware of something, of myself anyway, um, and thinking about them putting on loincloths and covering themselves up. And, you know, they become very self aware that they were naked. Yeah. And now they're embarrassed to be naked. Yeah, that's a good point. I never thought that, that that the guilt really does make you self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think if you scroll down to verse 21, God made them clothes. Yeah. So God noticed that they were wearing these loincloths, and the Lord God made for Adam and for his wife garments of skins and clothed them. And when I think about that, I think about now God has killed an animal for their sin mm-hmm. to cover them up. So the first animal sacrifices were basically for Adam and Eve to cover them up. Yeah. Um, He sacrificed an animal, spilled blood of the animal to cover them up. And then it kind of reminded me that Jesus was sacrificed for our sins as well. It all kind of comes full circle. Yeah, Um, I I think that's the picture, right, that we see there. It's pointing to the New
0: Testament. Yeah. Hey, because you sinned, I had to kill this animal that didn't do anything wrong. Right. And you got to think in the garden there, like, the first time they've seen something killed, uh, yeah. it's going to be bloody. It's gonna, yeah, right? it's probably a little the, messy. Uh, yeah, you're watching this happen because of what Adam and Eve did.
1: Yeah, because of what you did. This is this God is now is gonna killing s- something. It's going to get slaughtered for you to take its skin to make you yep. some better clothes than your scratchy yeah.
0: leaves. Then point no. to us right. So because yeah. you've sinned, the Lamb of God Jesus is going to be killed on a cross. Right. And like you said, covered our sins. Yeah, so, to cover yeah. our sins.
1: So you got two choices here when dealing with sin. Instinctively, we generally run mm-hmm. when we are feeling any kind of conviction or any kind of guilt. We run from authority. We run from our boss. We run from our wife. We run from whoever that you know we've yeah. uh, that we've sinned against. Or we could run to God and to be redeemed. Yeah. And uh, I think that was kind of the big point that I wanted to bring. You look back at Adam and Eve, and they ran. I mean, they hid. They covered up. They hid. God already knew what they did. Yeah. God already knows what we're doing. He knows about you, which not you, R.T., but you people listening with your porn addiction. Yeah. He knows about your alcoholism, your addiction that you have. He knows about what you've got going on. You need to look to God and run towards him and not run away from him. Quit hiding it. I mean, you know, look at all the friends that disappear from church and from small groups and from friends and social circles. And, you know, people hide when they're in some kind of a sin and uh when they're having some kind of a problem in life. Yeah. And we really need to reach out to those people and bring them back in and push them in the right direction. Yeah, because what's interesting, God still wants Adam and Eve. Right. He doesn't, doesn't yeah, he didn't kill cast them, them, right? He, he doesn't, doesn't, them, doesn't say, say hey, I'm you're going to hell you. and this is the end for you. Yeah, so um, the same with us, right? So whatever
0: yeah. you've done, like if you're still breathing, God God wants a relationship with you and he yeah. made a way for that to
1: happen. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: This has been good. Thank you. I'm glad you guys started talking about Genesis 3 after yeah. your
1: comment. And... Uh, I'll never call my wife ignorant again. Well, Not good. that much. That's good. Um, well,
0: you learned something.
1: I did. Yeah, I learned a lot. Um, And I, honestly, I thought, he was the first sinner. I need to get yeah, into the Yeah, it's an book interesting study often.
0: to really study that out. Yeah, what you see in Romans and how that points back. Yep. And, you know.
1: So I was thinking about a little bit about Father's Day coming up. It's this week, right? It is. And yeah. um, you know, how are we men doing at being fathers? Are we leading our kids? Are we showing the people that are looking up to us to run towards God and not away from God? When we find ourselves dealing with a certain sin, so happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. And uh, maybe do a little self-reflection this weekend. Yeah, it's good. Um, It's been a good episode. Yep. We'll see you next week. All right. See you.